Welcome to episode three of the Sophie Lee podcast. Today I'm chatting with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly. And Kelly is a spiral practitioner and healer. And I have actually just gone through the eight week spiral journey with Kelly. So I wanted to get her on to explain exactly what that is and let you in on a little bit about my experience. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful Kelly. How are you? I'm good, my love. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having this chat today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. It's a pleasure. I um, We've been working together for a while now and I wanted to introduce you to my audience in the best way that I could think of um, because what we've been doing has been so valuable to me. So I guess to start with, just if you could tell us a little bit about you, what it is you actually do, sort of what's your title, I guess, and um, yeah, and, and let us into to what your work, your work is about. Thank you, my love. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> so my name's Kelly. I am a mother to a beautiful four-year-old energetic boy named Mason. He's my, he's my number one, he's my world. I am an energy healer and an emotional coach. So my business is Soul Healing with Kelly. Um, I work with a lot of mothers. I work with a lot of women. I work with a lot of women who are um, who have miscarried or who are looking to conceive and looking to start their journey into motherhood. Um, I help people let go of their limiting beliefs and their emotional blocks. So I use muscle testing as a tool and I use a bit of um, EFT tapping along with my intuitive gifts and calm release statements and um, breath work and a range of other kind of strategies that I have in my toolbox to help people let go of um, things that are no longer serving them and things that are holding them back from stepping into their true authentic expression themselves. I was a primary school teacher for 17 years. I was running retreats for 116 schools. So I've had a you know, a history in uh, spirituality and in um, helping people to reconnect to themselves and to kind of delve deeper. I work with children as part of my business as well to help children um, that might have anxiety. <laughs> We're going to have lots of those children at the moment with COVID, but children that have gone through, you know, parent separation or even when they're struggling with peers or they're going through things within their own family or their own identity. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit about me and a little bit about my business. Yeah, amazing. I work with mothers, I think, kind of predominantly, but I've also worked with a lot of young kind of single women. Um, but motherhoods, as we know, is the big vessel that helps us to dive deeper to want to connect to our authentic self and and discover our purpose it gives us that that motivation yeah I feel like that motherhood is the catalyst for a lot of it once we have little eyes looking at us we mm. all of a sudden start to it's they're like a little mirror aren't they definitely a mirror. sort of all of a sudden oh my gosh okay so how's this all going to go and what do I want to teach and what do I even think and what do I value and what do I even believe anymore um we start to deconstruct what it was that we were told to do and say and believe and then really evaluate Well, I know I did. And, I mean, I'm in year eight now of being um, having my Earthside babies. So it's um, it's been a, pr- a long process of, of questioning all of that for the first time instead of just sort of being an autopilot. Definitely. And, you know, I think motherhood allows you to meet yourself on such a deep level and to reconnect with your soul and, um, your inner self on such a deep level that you want to, you know, break those ancestral patterns, clear up those 
those triggers, clear up those hooks so that you're not subconsciously projecting your, um, you know, your fears or your limitations or your limiting beliefs onto your children because we want them to be able to be expansive and push through the fear and show up and believe in themselves and know their worth. So it's really important for us to embody that and model that within our own lives and our own careers and our own um, frequencies. So, you know, the energetic connection between mother and child is the strongest energetic um, and emotional connection there is and they really vibrate from our frequency. So it's really important now more than ever that we're clear and aligned and whole and in our power and know our worth and are fulfilled and are living a life that, 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 you know, ignites our purpose and that we feel that we feel clear and whole so that we can show up for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a huge difference between sort of thinking about what you want your kids to be in their life mm. but and having an ideal for them but then not allowing yourself to do that. It's a, a disconnect, isn't it? The telling versus the doing definitely. Uh, is, yeah, definitely they learn more from from seeing it played out in real time. Um which is something that I know I was telling you about just as a little example was obviously during lockdown it's been so challenging to keep my energy filled and level and having kids 24-7 is not my normal day. So I've been doing so many more things to try and ground myself like having a relaxation bath or, or meditating in the bath instead of just on the bed and, um, and my son has started to copy that. And I never verbalized any of that to him. I never sat down and said, if you feel this way, you should do this. And all of a sudden one morning we had a really hard day. It had a really hard start to the day. And I just said, you know, I was at a loss to be honest. And I said, do you want me to run a bath? And he said, yeah, could you put some of that music on too? Awesome. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Like I didn't ever have to say, here's some tools, use them if you want. And he would never have thought anything of it, but because we've been in lockdown and he's seen these things happen, because normally I do these things when they're out. Totally, yeah. But they don't see it. Well, that's the, that's the piece, isn't it? You know, like that the way a child learns to emotionally self-regulate and the way a child learns to manage and hold themselves in their own emotion is by witnessing and watching the way um, predominantly, yeah, their primary caregiver <laughs> you know, their mother or their father um, self-regulates himself. So sometimes we don't even need the words. He's picked up on the energetic shift in your auric field and how calm you've been after a bath. So then he subconsciously connected that to um, a coping strategy to help him soothe, Yeah, which is what we need. We need need children that can emotionally self-regulate and repattern and calm their nervous system down yeah and like you said after this situation <laughs> how many tools are we going to need then they will need a lot a few <laughs> but it, it was really uh, eye-opening to me and um and just yeah that I had to say nothing I didn't have to say anything it was just he sat in there and he was still and and little Lottie has been uh teaching I say this in quotation <laughs> been teaching my little Maggie to meditate Um, and she gets in the bath with her and she says okay Maggie are you ready close your eyes and they're all giggling but they're 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 playing which Mm -hmm. is how they learn right Mm -hmm. so they're playing out being me you know in the bath um it's it's really beautiful so that's something I've definitely been grateful for for this time that I'm actually 
um, going to be more aware to do things when they are when they are around and not just isolating this me time to when I'm absent of them because even just verbalizing guys I'm just going to go hop in the bath I've had a big day I just want to chill out for a minute is is education isn't it totally well yeah it's empowering them as well and doing it with them as well yeah relaxing for us but I often you know put the magnesium salts in a bath and I'll put the lavender drops in and put quiet music on and burn some incense and I'll say to Mason you know let's let's have some time in the water to reconnect and to calm our energy down Mm. (laughs) that you know it's so important that they have um, tools and strategies is what they're going to need to navigate this new earth and navigate this paradigm shift and this this you know this this kind of um adventure that we're all (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) I wanted to dive into what we've actually sort of been up to so that we can explain it now I haven't really I mean I share a lot on the gram but I haven't touched on this much because I've been a little bit afraid that I'm going to butcher the process (laughs) so I thought this was such a nice way for us to chat together because you can explain it with so much more um depth and um, respect to the process I feel so uh, over the last eight well we're nearly at eight weeks I think tomorrow is eight weeks isn't it yeah yeah. we um for the past yeah nearly eight weeks we have been um, meeting uh, once a week uh, for a process called spiral Uh, so I wanted you yeah for you to explain what is spiral Um, And then I guess I can explain my side of why I did it. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, So the spiral is an eight-week journey into letting go of all of your emotional um, limiting beliefs and all of your emotional kind of burdens, anything that's been heavy, anything that, um, any conditioning, anything really from birth through your childhood up until now that has anchored you in um, to an emotion. So basically we go through our lives as humans and we, we become quite conditioned without even knowing that we are. So for an example, dogma, um, you know, dogmas like the systems, the structures, the rigid inability to see beyond our own preconceptions and our own preconceived ideas. So um, when we root clear dogma and we go through and find the installments, a lot of people will start to realise that they can actually write their own rules and that they don't have to, you know, we're part of a society but we don't necessarily have to do things because we should do them or because we've been told to do them. Mm. So this is huge for some people because a lot of us live our lives really being quite heavily conditioned from our parents or from society and it's not a bad thing. It just means that it can stop you from expanding. Um, so fear is another example. Um, you know, we move through the chakra levels spiral at level two, we clear fear. And when we clear fear and we go back and find when it was anchored and installed in your system and we, we move through that energy and we, we energetically release that energy, you realize that your life will change if you can feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. So the magic spirals also in the reframes after we let go we reframe and we talk about, you know, what life would be like if you could feel that fear and do it anyway. So basically at each level we meet um, for an hour every week and we, we root clear emotions and we help you let go of stories or conditioning or layers or emotional limiting beliefs, things that are basically holding you back. The premise behind Spiral is who would you be if you got out of your own way? 
Um, I personally have been through the spiral three times and I've been through womb spiral once, but it helped me so much just to step into my power, know what I'm worthy of, know what I'm deserving, and it helped me to open my heart. Um, so basically we move through the chakra, the chakra levels. Um, so at level one, we work around, you know, deserving and we're releasing shame and releasing guilt and increasing your self-worth. Level two, we're doing a lot of work around your creativity and releasing fear and grief, making you more proactive. Level three is your power. It's anger. It's your confidence. Um, level four is your heart. This is your, you know, everything around what would change if you just loved and accepted yourself right now. Level five is your expression. So we're clearing you to low self-esteem and anxiety so that you can start to express yourself unapologetically. Level six is your vision. It's your third eye. It's your perception, your insight, your vulnerability. We clear you to trust. We clear you to truth and we clear you to receptivity so that you can know your truth, trust yourself and trust the universe and begin to open. And level seven is one of my personal favorites. We clear you to peace, joy, enlightenment and purpose and you start to anchor into what's going to change for you when you know what you're here to do, um, what's going to change for you, you know, for your soul when you, when you start to have this purpose is divinely inspired sense of drive and meaning rather than just waking up and living every day in a way that you've been conditioned to you know I should I should wake up and go to work I should do this rather than doing that starting to anchor you into alignment with your soul's purpose that was a big one actually yeah yeah it was huge 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 level um so yeah that's a little bit about the spiral it's the most magical transformative powerful phenomenal process I personally I've done a lot of work a lot of spiritual work a lot of um, deep diving a lot of shadow work a lot of light work I've done a lot of work and it revolutionized and changed and up leveled every area of my whole entire life very rapidly so you've done spiral multiple times did you find it was it the consecutive experiences acted as like a refresher or did you find more different hooks can come up so for me my first spiral was kind of my human, my little girl, letting go of stuff with, um, you know, my childhood. Most people's first spirals, quite quite young, you know, early childhood, um, teenage stuff. My second, you can spiral with an intent as well. That's the magic of it. So the transformative process that you can use with any intention, and the intent is so powerful with this work. So my second spiral was my intent to step into my healer identity because I had a lot of stories around, you know, would people think I'm crazy if I tell them that I can he- I'm intuitive and I can hear or I can feel or I can, you know, like if I fully embodied and stepped into my power, would I lose my friends? Would I lose my family? Would I have money? Would Mason, would it affect Mason? Would would I be reckless? Yeah. Would, I be, would it be a wild thing to do? Could I, like, so I had a lot of support with stepping into my kind of embodying and integrating and stepping into and believing in my, my own healer within and my third spiral was to embody my queen and I did a lot of wealth work and I did a lot of work around embodying the frequency of what I deserve and what I'm claiming um, with my queen archetype big one my queen archetype my own inner queen archetype so that was huge yeah very that was huge because I had a lot of money stories yeah yeah so do I I think we all do I think women very negatively tied to money mm-hmm. a lot of us now yeah it's just interesting because 
I am thinking about, okay, people listening to this and thinking, is this for me? And Mm -hmm. the one thing that I did learn, which I wasn't sure about beforehand, I guess there was still, I'm a little bit of someone who goes, if I feel a pull to it, just do it. I am good at that. I'm good at doing that. So I don't always have to have all the information before I leap. So but I know some people do. So I just kind of was like, yes, I'm doing it. Let's do it. When are we going to start? <laughs> and um, and then I guess on reflection, I was thinking to myself, you know, when I was being asked by my loved ones about, you know, well, what is this? And, you know, what is this work? And is this, you know, and I thought, no, it's not, it's not um, religious. It's not, how would you, ex- I'm, I, how would you explain it? I think, it's not, it's just you and this, it's just you and your stories. That's it. It's not what you believe to be. It's not God. It's not, it's just, it's just you, right? But the spiral is used by so many different people. I think there's 268 spiral practitioners. There might be more now um, in the community. And, you know, there's accountants, there's people of all different walks of life. They, they're starting to use the spiral in the corporate world as well. It's basically a transformative tool to help you let go and step into your your true, authentic, highest version of yourself that, like, you know, who would you be if you got out of your own way? We all have stories. We all have conditioning. It's actually... It's quite human, which I really like about it because sometimes there can be a lot of spiritual bypassing and a lot of spiritual people who get caught up in, you know, light and love and angel guides and, you know, it's all beautiful. But if you haven't done that shadow work, if you haven't sat with yourself and met yourself in your shadow, if you haven't transformed through and let go of the things that have held you back, you won't be able to step into the light. So the spiral almost kind of helps you journey through the darkness as well and let go of the things that have been heavy, the things that have been like a burden. A lot of people say they feel a lot lighter because it actually raises your vibration. It takes you through the scale of consciousness. It helps you to vibrate at a higher frequency. Um, But, yeah, it's total. it's not about, you know, any religion or it's not about God. It's about your connection with yourself. Yes. And the one relationship we have that, you know, is the most important is our relationship with ourself and every other relationship you have around you is a mirror of your relationship with yourself. And, you know, perception is projection. Our internal world magnifies and mirrors and creates our external reality. So the more work we do within, the more we meet our own needs, the more we meet ourselves at a deeper level, the more we can hold in terms of our businesses and our babies, the more we can show up because you've let go of everything that wasn't you. So the more you deconstruct and let go, the more it increases your capacity to hold what is actually meant for you. Um, and I know this from my life experience. I'm not talking about, you know, a course that I've studied. I had a limiting belief that I could run my own business. I had a limiting belief that I couldn't run my own business as a single mother with a three-year-old and that I would have no clients and I'd have no money and that no one would want to work with me and that I'd have to just stay in teaching forever, even though I wasn't happy. And I know from first-hand experience, when I shed all of that and let all of that go, my business grew so beautifully and so abundantly and so magically because... For the very first time in my life, I was in pure divine alignment with my soul's purpose and with what I was meant, like what my soul has been put here to do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So it definitely has a spiritual element to it, but it's like anything. It's what you bring to it. It's the intention and the energy that you bring to it. You know, you can do a you can do a leadership course and there will be spiritual elements to it because it's about your connection with yourself. It's about your 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 inner temple and your soul. Yeah. So people use that. You know, people might talk about mindset and tool set and skill set. Well, it's you know it's the same language we're using. It's about it's about the person within you, and ultimately, that's the woman who's going to show up and step forward and know her worth and stand in her power and speak her truth and hold her vision and birth her purpose. Yeah, I don't think you can talk about uh, one or the other exclusively. I think they have to be both. They have to ha- happen together. Mm. You can't absorb information without embedding it in your new version of you. Mm. you know, we can't walk around just with a book of facts. Mm. But it drops into like um, Ignatian spirituality is really interesting because I've done a lot of studies and uh, it's like head, heart and, you know, head, heart and kind of like our inner soul. So a lot of our time is spent, 90% of the time is spent, you know, I need to put in petrol, I need to text that person, I need to book that appointment, I, what am I cooking for dinner? It's our cognitive, mm. it's, our, it's our head. When we drop to our heart, it's like, who am I? How do I show up? How do I feel about this? Our love, our communication, our relationships. And when we drop even deeper, like that's your innate soul. Mm. They're the things you share with 1% of the population that's your like inner most, you know, most deepest desires and who you really are. So with this work, it helps you to drop in at a deeper level, um, which serves you to, to show up. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that get that are told things and this was I guess my experience in this process Mm. um, of being told things and not truly believing them. So other people sort of seeing things in you Mm. and you thinking that you are only one thing. So my Yeah, so how did you how did you find your journey? Like what surprised you? What what came up? It was such a pleasure to take you through. It's such an honor. I was surprised at remembering more than I thought I don't I don't normally feel I have a great memory so when you were talking about me as a little one I mean when I sat in my cognitive brain I'm sitting there thinking I'm not gonna remember this like what's gonna happen to me at four that's gonna be about fear and as if I'm gonna remember that and and look, sometimes I didn't remember the story, I guess, but I, I could feel it. And it was that was a huge surprise for me that I could connect with my little girl and experiences of being very young as clearly as I did. I was very surprised by that. And um, I was surprised probably last week was a really, really big one for me because I didn't really understand my purpose being as layered as it was. So I had always seen my purpose as being a wonderful photographer that took beautiful photographs and that was kind of, you know, a few things came along along the way but that was nice and, and that was it. And I guess what I realised, and this is what I mean about people seeing things in you and you tending to go, oh, yeah, 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 which is because of these old beliefs, when people would say to me, oh, you're such a, you know, you're such a great leader or, you know, you're such a light in the industry or, you know, you have, you have 
given me so much guidance without even knowing it. And I was thinking to myself, okay, that's nice. Like, and you should, you know, people saying, oh, you could be a life coach or you could be, and I'm like, no, I am, I'm a photographer. Like I am just take pretty photos and it's so nice of you to say that. And I, I just, I didn't believe that I could be anything more than what I was doing as a job. Mm. And so I guess when we came to what is now near the end of this process is really realizing and verbalizing my intention for my life is so much greater than just taking images. Totally. And, and maybe I was put in photography or just given that skill as a vessel mm. to serve who I want to serve, which mm. I, I now know I, I really want to uh, provide you know, um, a better life for me and for women in general as a whole. I want to be able to connect with more women and make women in business, yes, but maybe in their life as well, have a better experience. And I feel like now I realize why I was con- I was pulled towards this, doing a podcast, and why I was hesitant because I was like, why am I being pulled to do this? I wasn't clear. And I, I wanted my intention to be pure because I didn't want to do it I was questioning. I'm like, am I doing, is this an ego thing? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to go and jump in until I'm clear on my intention. And then it came through for, for me during the process with you. So I really don't think I would be doing this right now if it wasn't for Spiral because it made my intention really clear. I was like, now I know why I'm being pulled. I need to talk to women and I need to share experiences with women and hopefully um, raise the vibration collectively. This is not just about my, me. This is my desire to speak to more more people to share more beautiful so beautiful and and for you you know your your photography is your humanness like that's your that's your human level that's the job that's you know the showing up the service but the the spiritual the soul element that came through was like this beautiful expansive energy within you that that helps women to expand and to feel into the possibility and to to move through that fear and to trust themselves and to show up and to to expand and it's so beautiful that you felt that you know like it's one thing to hear that it's one thing for people to say you could be a life coach but to feel that in your being like mm. the tears like when it dropped in for you like it was just so yeah beautiful yeah so much so like, I'm going to cry thinking about it now. It's just so, so many people don't get the opportunity to meet themselves on a soul level at that frequency. Yeah, it was very, very emotional. Mm-hmm. I, um, it was an emotional process. It's, it's a big process, isn't it? It's not mm-hmm. an hour a week, see you later, no. drop out of the Zoom and, and carry on. You need, you would need a bit of time after that to digest what it is that you have spoken about and what you've met. Some some weeks are heavier than others. Mm. Uh, some weeks I could remember more things than others. Sometimes we would come across an emotion I, I, I couldn't actually remember the story, which was fine. I mean, you guided me through releasing the emotion without the story at times. And Yes, but some weeks I just, I would get off and I'm like, I can't do another thing today. <laughs> I'm wiped. And then other weeks I would feel really energized. So I think it depends on the, the emotion, right? That you- well, yeah, the, the lower levels are the lower frequency. So when we're clearing, even for me, when I'm, I know level one and level two, I really hold myself because it's like shame, guilt, dogma, you know, fear, paralyzed will, grief, like there's such 
they're, they're down the lower scale of the scale of consciousness. When we get up to the top, we're at, you know, enlightenment and peace and joy and love. And so once you kind of move through the first three levels, they are quite heavy. Mm. We kind of refer to it as a sludge <laughs> spiral then. Yeah. You know, and I know I always know when I take a group through the level one and level two, I'm I'm I go to bed at seven thirty. I really nourish, I really eat <laughs> really well and I just I kind of don't schedule in anything extra. Um for myself but yeah your your um the way that you responded to it and the way that your soul went in and trusted me was just so beautiful so beautiful and I love that you didn't know I love that you trusted your intuition enough to jump in without knowing really (laughs) what you were in for and I think that's the best way to do it um you know the best the best way to do it I find that decision making for me is usually led by that I just it's just it feels you said something to me that has stuck with me so much you know uh, I've always tried to connect with my intuition for decision making I don't need all the facts how does it feel to me right so you know it's a it's it's a firm yes or it's a firm no so trying to push myself out of the gray area which I feel I did a lot when I was younger a lot of, oh, I'll think about it. I'll get back to you, that sort of language. So now I feel I'm much more intuitive, but you said something to me, which was so lovely in one of our early, um, early stages, when you said, do a little bit of a clearing out this week, like see if you can. And you said to me, um, if you don't know the answer, just close your eyes. You'll feel your body either lean forward or back. Mm. And you said to me, we lean in to things we want to be in. We lean into kids. And I, that visual stuck with me so well, that whole leaning into kiss a boy, leaning into kiss your husband, leaning into kiss, wanting to do something like lunging towards your child to like smush them or, you know, leaning towards, um, uh, you know, a man for a kiss or, or leaning into your friend for a hug. Like that visual was so perfect for me. And I loved that so much. And you said, if you lean into a piece of clothing, then you, you, you keep it. I know, and if you don't move or if you lean back, that's your body. And I love, love that so much. Honestly, such a pleasure to take you through. Like I feel such a beautiful soul connection with you and such a friendship, but even more than that, I feel such a um, our soul's purposes are almost intertwined, like with the whole, mm, yeah. the whole feminine and the women and the mothers and expansion and helping people to show up and believe in themselves and stand in their power and know their worth and, and to give things a go. Like it's just, yeah, I'm so honoured to be to be in your field. I'm so honored. It's <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, I think we I think you and I um as individuals as women really connected through this process too because we would then open up a lot of conversations after you know our our uh levels and um and talk for longer <laughs> about what we were doing and and I think um you how did you find the experience of taking me through specifically? I mean, we, we had some, some great conversations after our levels were done. Mm, I, I just honestly, like, I just felt it was such an honour and such a privilege on a soul level. And I just being able to feel your expansive energy, like you, without even knowing you've expanded me so much <laughs> through taking you through as well because for me holding that and holding space for you to transform and holding space for you to to land in your soul's purpose was just so beautiful, such an honour. And 
you know, even um, the opportunities that I that have dropped in intuitively, like we'll be talking and I can see things and I'm thinking of things and I'm having all these downloads and all these ideas and all these creative ideas of things that we can create and opportunities and ways that we can collaborate and create magic for, for so many women. Um, but, yeah, like even with, you know, you're just such a natural expander. Like even with, you know, suggesting to me that I should create a course, I would I don't think I would have done that either. So each time you energetically expanded and each time you let go at a level, I could energetically receive and feel that frequency. <laughs> and it's amazing how much how connected you feel oh, yes. by Zoom, you know, and it's been so beautiful because I'm in lockdown too. <laughs> I'm here yeah. year old as well. So having that precious time each week to connect with you has been such a beautiful blessing. Um and to witness, to witness your 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 authenticity and your you know the deep level and the deep commitment to which you can dive in and show up and meet yourself um to witness your soul purpose dropping in like just so beautiful I feel I honestly feel so honored to be able to have taken you through and and for you to trust me as well it's such a huge a huge process so thank yeah, you yeah I, I think I mentioned to you um you know, midway through the process, I was like, oh, you know, I really want to start this podcast, but I don't know why I can't get going. And you just said, oh no, that'll happen at week, blah, 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 because we're going to, we're going to clear such and such. And I'm like, uh, you know, and here, like my conscious mind is going, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like I still have, I still hold doubts on things. I still can be skeptical. I can still be so, you know, in the doing and, oh my gosh, I've got, you know, I've got this today and oh, I've got so much to do. And, you know, that, that is all, is all normal, but it, it, I was surprised that over Zoom, how I could connect. I was, that was probably something that I was a little unsure about, um, but we had done a chakra clear over Zoom and, you know, I think my neighbors nearly called the police. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I kind of knew you could pull something out of me over Zoom if I let you. So I think, yeah, we did that. I get we so did many questions Zoom. about that. Like so many people are like, but how can you do it via Zoom? Well, energy is energy. And once I open up energetic space and once I create a magical container of light and I hold us both and I call in my guides and I I can do it. Like I don't, people, people worry. And then once they have a session, they're like, Oh, I felt like I was with you. Yeah, you do. And you spend a lot of time with your eyes closed and, Mm. and your voice is so lovely. I just, you know, and you're so reassuring through the whole process and I felt very watched and and held through it. So Mm. I felt like even if I took a long time, um, to feel something, it was, yeah, you were, you were brilliant. Oh, thank you. You were so good. Now, you have been mentioning to me something that you've been really excited about. So I thought it'd be great to, and also because I want to understand it on a deeper level too, but you're becoming um, a womb spiral practitioner. So that's happening for you. So how how does this differ, differ to the spiral we did and who would it benefit? And yeah, just what's it all about, womb spiral? So excited. <laughs> so excited. So I'm starting. I'm starting November, and it's a six month um, apprenticeship. It's the biggest commitment I've ever made to, um, yeah, to kind of you know learning something new. But the womb, the womb spiral, spiral kind of. I feel into it like spirals energetically for me. The masculine, 
it's like the thoughts, the process, the conditioning, the subconscious beliefs, your mind, your your mindset. Um, and womb spiral is the feminine. So it's the actual embodiment of the work in your being. Um, it's helping you to embody embody the work. So for an example, I had spiraled three times and I trusted myself and I trusted the universe in my mind. But when I went through womb spiral, I actually got to feel the frequency of trust in my body and I now vibrate at the frequency of trust, which means that I like since I womb spiraled, I, I wholeheartedly trust every decision I make without any second guessing, but I, I, I do it in my body. So this house, we like once I've been through womb spiral, this house dropped in. I rang the um we just moved, I rang the real estate agent and said, I feel like my house is coming. <laughs> and it didn't even get listed. It's like, okay, Kelly, stop stalking me. <laughs> Let me do my job. Is this bitch? What does she want on a Friday afternoon? <laughs> like it didn't, it didn't even go to realestate.com. He's like, actually there's a house these people just bought. They're looking for, you know, it's perfect. So before it had even, yeah, settled, I was able to have a look at it. I put in the application, we were improved and it's perfect. I, I manifested it. I had the healing space at the front. Um, it's the most magical, beautiful space that it's honestly the house of my dreams and it's exactly in the location and I visualized it perfectly, but I trusted myself. I looked at so many other properties and I just would walk in and at level one, the room spiral, we clear, um, it's your yoni lips. So it's your permission givers, it's your boundaries and it's your yes and your no. So I felt into it and I was like, no, 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 she's coming, she's coming, she's coming. And I just embodied trust in my being and then waited and got, yeah, absolutely blown away. So womb spiral is for anybody who wants to clear. It's for anybody with a womb. So our wombs are like these magical, delicious, fertile, abundant, ripe, like how can I explain them? They're like almost a vortex of um, our creatrix energy. So, you know, our wombs are where we birth our babies, but our sacral chakra in our wombs are actually where we where we birth our ideas for our businesses or, you know, step into our higher self. Our, in womb spiral, you get taken at the end into your womb but into the cosmic womb, into the cosmic womb where our souls are collapsed and born and it helps you to it helps you so much with your relationship with your body. It helps you with your female lineage. It helps you when you clear um, energy around the cervix. It helped me with my, I had a bit of birth trauma because I tried for a natural birth and ended up having a C-section. But I then learned that some children choose not to come through the cervix because imprinting and ancestral lineage imprinting can be passed on through the cervix. So it was actually better for Mason not to absorb the male imprinting in my bloodline. So that helped me a lot. But, look, it's much deeper. It's much more um, magical and beautiful and it's a connection into your body, into your cervix. And the gratitude, the overflow at level two, it's just phenomenal. But I'm I'm speaking from my experience. I'm not speaking as a practitioner yet. So I guess when I when I learn through the next six months I'll have, um, yeah, a lot more to share about it. But it's it's just beautiful. And it helps you as well with your um, with your beautiful monthly bleed and honouring that and honouring the reverence and the sacredness around, you know, as women, 
you know, so many women have shame around, you know, our bleed, but our bleeds are so sacred because when we bleed, we can create life. We're like these magical creatrixes um, as mothers. We're, we're truly phenomenal. So, yeah. That's <sighs> interesting that you said that about um, about birthing businesses because it, particularly in my industry, a lot of us step into it after having our babies and I am always so fascinated. It wasn't my story. I was, I was in the industry before children. However, I started my business once I had a child. I felt very different and I felt stronger and I felt more powerful. And like you said, I had created life as if I can't run a business, you know. So it's, yeah, so it, it was uh, something that I was so held back on. I always wanted to have my own business. I never did it until after I birthed. Once I birthed, everything changed. And obviously that's, you know, it's something that is very common, but because we don't aren't taught to trust it, there is this really shaky stage uh, of stepping out and doing something different and going into a creative space and am I going to, you know, am I good enough and is my work good enough and can I even do this and I'm just a mom and all that sort of stuff, which is what I'm really passionate about trying to demystify, even just by sharing my life and that I've done it, um, can help. But it's interesting that you say that that's where our creativity comes because, all of a sudden so often it is sparked after birth definitely and you know when a woman when a woman carries life and creates life from within and 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 you know <laughs> becomes a mother like you're an you're an energetic uh, temple of safety and peace and love for a human you've created a human and it's like once you've birthed your babies your whole soul purpose drops in at a different level because you meet yourself at a deeper level because you, you want to create from a place of, you know, like pure unconditional love and it changes, it repatterns the way we show up in the world. Motherhood repatterns the way we connect to ourselves and our, our children and everyone around us. And it, it almost, like for me, it was almost landing in that unconditional love and knowing that I've got this beautiful little boy with these beautiful little eyes who's looking up at me and watching and I just want to create the most magical version of myself and leave behind a legacy of, of love and healing and just, you know, I don't want to live a life in the dark. Mm. I don't want to live a life where I could have stepped into my higher self but didn't because I was scared. I guess it helps you push through fear as well but yeah, a lot of women say that, like, if I've birthed my babies, I'm ready to birth my business. And I refer to my business as my second baby. You know, it's yeah. it's that creatrix energy um, and that passion and that love that we're able to, like, as women, we're amazing. We're able to hold, and I think it teaches you and helps you realise you can hold so much. You can hold your children. You can hold, you know, your husband. You can hold your home. You can hold your family. You can hold yourself. And you can hold your business. It's just about stepping into that um yeah knowing your worth and knowing that you can do it which is which is um yeah the spiral helps you to do it like I'm so excited to see what you create post spiral like your what you've created before spiral is so magical I'm so excited to see to watch you continue to expand yeah as you said you know you feel lighter mm. and when you feel lighter you feel more floaty and when you feel floaty you feel like you're sort of just above anything that can kind of hold you back and hurt you so I I, th I wonder just um touching back on that 
piece about birthing a business is how it's interesting to think about how much lays dormant before motherhood Mm. or before connecting to your womb because obviously you don't have to have have a child to be a mother Mm. you are Mm. you know that is Mm. you know an idea and it's Mm. an our nurturer right so we don't have to necessarily birth a baby but we are either connecting to our womb or we're birthing a baby in order to connect like through the process of connecting Mm. to our womb and you know how much just before that it's like how we always say oh we thought we were so tired we thought we were so busy (laughs) and then all of a sudden we realise how much we're capable of and how mm. much we can actually mm. handle. Mm. And I think that's what, yeah, you're so right. I think it, mm. it makes us realise that we are, we are so many things. We are mm. so layered. We are, there's more than one dimension. And I think just the getting up, going to work, getting up, going to work. All right, now it's time to buy a house. Oh, now we're going to get married and da 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 da, da. And then the, you have this transformative experience and you think, oh, my gosh, and everything gets questioned. And that mm. was that was what happened to me. Mm. I question everything. Everything, my whole life flipped on its head. This is not the life that we sat down and went, oh, yeah, we dot this out and you'll be this and I'll be that. You know, I thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mum. I thought so many different things and I'm so not that. Could, I don't think you could do that. I think your soul would, I think your soul would like not be, I think your soul would always be so thirsty because I think when you become a mother as well, you actually meet yourself on such a deep level and realise that you can hold. Motherhood's such a spiritual experience because you start to look at your life and exactly you question everything, but then you start to think about, like, what am I going to leave behind? Mm. What am I going to create? What can I, What you know, how can I make an impact? How can I make change? Like I remember before motherhood I was, I was so kind of corporate in a way. You know, I had double masters. I was driving around, running retreats, and I... Once I had Mason, I thought, you know, I just looked at him and I thought, what matters to me is that he's happy and he feels loved and he feels worthy and that he has the tools to navigate his emotions and that he knows that 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 his, his mother like will embody and do anything for him and that I will create a life that serves both of us and that we'll have love and freedom and space and time together. And I think a lot of women go through that and you just kind of think, how can I create something? How can I birth something that's going to sustain me energetically and provide for us? Because, you know, the abundance frequency and the providing is a big part of motherhood, but also allow me to show up and be present to this beautiful life that I've just created. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I find um, I, I would recommend this process for that you know, I think if everybody just went through spiral, you know, you know, a year after having their first baby and when that energy for me really peaked, that really like, okay, great. I've kept him alive for a year. (laughs) I can do it. Now all this stuff started dropping in for me when he was about eight months old. And if I had that clarity, you just sort of think like, what if, you know, if everybody just went right, every first birthday, everyone does a spiral. I think, wow, what a wonderful world we would live in. Well, what a beautiful way as well to honour our children because a lot of women come to me and say, you know, I want to go through because, you know, I've had a little bit of um, trauma in my own childhood or, you know, my husband's had a bit of trauma or I've had, you know, my dad's, this has happened with my mum or my dad or, you know, and it's not even trauma it's just like so many limiting beliefs we don't want to pass them on to our children you know a lot of us have limiting beliefs from childhood that we're not good enough or we're not worthy or that we can't do that or you know and that's reflective in our um 
in our wealth frequency as well. But if you if you know your truth and you trust yourself, you can begin to open to receive. And this is not a process. This is an individual process. This is not a process that you have to do with your partner or, you know, they have to be completely, you know, you all have to be on the same page at the same time. You can kind of influence from your own work I, and what I've found. I know Bren always says, can you just come and do that thing you do? <laughs> He's like, babe, I'm, I'm tapped out. Can you just come and do that calm stuff you do? And, um, you know, and I fail on this sometimes too. Like sometimes I've completely had enough as well. But I feel like from my learnings, I've been able to come in and reframe things for the kids in a better way. And, yeah, and help help particularly for Foxy um, having his challenges through lockdown to be able to come and kind of use language that mm. I, that's helped me. Mm. I'm like, well, if this has helped me, then, you know, I feel mm. connected to him and this will help help him too. So this process has had a roll-on effect um, in my family, in my business so much, uh, just making me aware of what's available to me without too much work. I know I said to you last week when we were talking about peace and you said to me, how would it feel if you knew that peace was just right there under... Mm, just beneath the surface. Just beneath the surface. And I thought, well, that means I can have it any time. So it just, it, it was been such a great tool for me just to to just access peace easier and understand that peace is my choice. I can access it anytime I want and it's just there. And so that sort of reframing stuff for me has been hugely beneficial on top of um, doing the, the harder work because that's been exhausting and tiring and emotional and wonderful and lightening and all of that. But even just these things that we, when we do the reframes at the end, those chats to me have been equally as beneficial mm. yeah there's so much magic and wisdom you know when when you take the, min- the a minute to sit within and listen to your soul and listen to the wisdom that you have within you you know like your soul knows your soul knows exactly what you need you're born with everything you need within you it's just about you know having somebody hold the space for you to, to let go of what you don't need and to integrate what you do need and um to, sh- to help you continue to expand and show up and shine your light like your light is so bright and um, I just can't wait to, to watch you continue to just shine that light and show up and expand and, and impact on so many people and helping them to to believe in themselves and to, to try things and to show up as well because it's, it is scary. It is scary. But when we push through fear and when we back ourselves and when we try things, we get to the other side of it we realize that we can expand and we can let go and we can we can transform and we can up level and that's mm. the beauty of life is is moving through those stages to create the next version of you that can hold an even bigger vision you know like mm. soul school for children is my other um my third baby <laughs> that i'm hoping in the next year or two to to birth and it's going to be you know integrating all of my primary school teacher knowledge and pedagogical practices for children with um, retreats and workshops and things to help fill up children's cups, you know, now more than ever they need um, to be able to go somewhere and be held and learn strategies and have tools and learn how to emotionally regulate and, you know, throw in some yoga and meditation and some yummy food. But having a container for children to meet in person and connect and be held um is my is my other baby as well but you know it's so important as women that we are held because if you've got your vision already it already exists in the quantum field you just have to land it in your 3d reality Mm. so with this work 
if you're over here and your desires are over the other side, what's in between you and your desires is your limiting beliefs, your subconscious stories, your narratives, your programming, your conditioning. With this work, we can collapse that, which ultimately will bring you closer together and create yeah. desires into, into your reality. So it's pretty magical. It, it absolutely, it really, really is. And uh, there's so much, there's so much to be done in that space. I just, it makes me very emotional and excited and I can't thank you enough for taking me through it and for encouraging me to go through it because it really has been such a beautiful investment in me. And I think um, sometimes as as mums and as women, we can feel guilty about not only the time, but the investment um, of, you know, stopping and investing money in yourself and wondering, oh, how's this all going to, but it, it's not, I, I don't see it as just me now. I, and now that I've done it, I realize that was not spent just on me. <laughs> that is going to flow through every relationship I have. So I am, um, I'm excited to to move forward and with this new set of skills, I just feel like I've gathered a whole new set of skills to move through the world with. So I can't thank you enough for that. And I am very excited because I feel like we need to do something together now. Yes, we can do when we're allowed out, when we're not out in the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So some sort, sort of workshop or retreat or something mm. where we can come together and, and sort of teach simultaneously. Yeah, it would be so nice, wouldn't it? so beautiful and helping you know helping women expand into their own purpose and their own vision and letting go of their stories and um you know you're such an expander and combining that with emotional clearing it's it's pretty magical it's pretty magical absolutely is all right well kelly thank you so much for taking the time out to have this chat and explain this process to everyone where can they find you where can we find kelly yes you can find me on instagram it's at Soul Healing with Kelly. Um, my website's www.soulhealingwithkelly.com. Most people, to be honest, um, chat to me in my DMs, which is mm-hmm. beautiful. So just if you feel called to send me a DM, we can chat. Um, most people start with the chakra clear. I'm opening up spots in December for, for new clients. Um, I'm booked until then with the spiral round. But over December, January, I'll have some spots for new clients. But um, a chakra clear basically balances and aligns your energy centers. So that's where most people start their their healing journey and their connection um, with me. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Bye, my love. Bye.